Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and look, uh, today we're on a preparatory day, preparatory day for your 30-day challenge. And um, I guess this is the day where you you uh, contemplate, you, you firstly prepare yourself for the week ahead, uh, for the for the four weeks ahead, and secondly, you make a commitment as to at what level you're going to be able to operate. So um, I think it's uh, uh, the 30 days is is as much an intervention or a reset as it is anything else. Um, and there's two aspects of it. One is how to get yourself into the higher states of thinking, the top three levels of the consciousness cone, we call it. And those three levels are love to, choose to, and desire to. Um, and that's phase A. And phase B is how to keep yourself out of um, the bottom three levels, which is got to, should, and need to. Now, Mr. Good Old Want To, which is in the middle of the cone, um, is sort of an ambivalence and neutral territory. And it's, uh, it's far better to be there than it is below it, um, but it's far, far better to be above it than it is to be there. The key to all this <coughs> is that one of the things that you will learn during the 30 days is how to inspire your team. So... If you turn up inspired at work and you turn up happy and you turn up in the top three zones, the people at work will have to rise to your level. And that means your leadership goes to a whole new level. And um, so in order to help others get to the top three levels, you need to know how to, you can't, you need to know how to get there. You can't give what you haven't got, of course. And so what we're going to work on for the first two weeks is how to get yourself into the top three levels of the consciousness cone, how to operate in a leadership mode rather than the bottom three levels, which is uh, what's called management or followership mode. And the bottom three levels have a huge uh, proprietary problems associated with them and the top three levels don't. So um, this means you move out of uh, the mass because the mass consciousness of the world is down in the bottom three and you move into a higher state of thinking. Now that's not really some nirvana or some spiritual uh, paradise, it's simply uh, recognizing that you can choose the level of thought that you have and you can apply that at any time, whether it's at home, in relationship, or in sport, or in work. You know when you're operating in the top three levels of thinking, in the higher levels of the brain, and you know when you're operating in the lower. And what you're trying to do is build a team under you or a family or relationship, whatever it is, that operates in the top three because that's where performance is, that's where um, least drama is, that's where the most uh, fulfilment is, and that's ultimately the evolution of the human species is to get into those top three levels and, in a sense, stay there. So... You're going to uh, have a 30-day program, and each in the 30 days, uh, as, we've, as you probably already know from conversation, we, we need to uh, set up a routine. And the routine is, um, just to be clear about it, number one, uh, a daily walk. Uh, I call it a gratitude walk, and I'd suggest that be uh, before the sun comes up. Uh, in other words, really early in the morning. Um, no matter what the weather, and if it's raining and you don't feel inclined to be wet, uh, which is understandable, um, just simply uh, stepping out of the, the front or the back door and taking a few photos so, of nature. In the gratitude walk, what I would do if I were you is listen to this uh, daily, your daily training for the 30 days, and it'll give you a bit of homework, but you can walk along uh, enjoying 
what the, what, the, what the teaching is for the day, trying to apply it while you walk, and just enjoying the space. Uh, do this instead of a uh, 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 run. It is the, the gratitude walk and the run don't compete. Your daily exercise don't compete with each other, but they're very different. Um, the, another thing we'll get you to do in the mornings uh, with, your, with your early up is to look up to the sky. We spend a lot of time looking forward and a huge amount of time looking down. And uh, just in the morning, it's kind of like a morning, an opportunity to look up in the sky and say, thanks to everything, uh, whatever your uh, belief in the source of all living things are, just look up and say, hi, thanks. Um, you'll be doing burst training, and there's a video on this page in your notes uh, showing what a burst training is. And uh, I always like a standing bike because it's, it can be in your house. It doesn't have to be far away. It doesn't take you on the road somewhere. It's just really simple. And if you haven't got a, a standing bike or if you've got an old push bike, I can show you how to mount it up on a very cheap turbo system. So you can just jump on and do three total of three minutes of exercise three times a week to get your cardio in a perfect order. We're going to be using the slow carb diet. Um, that's from... Tim Ferriss, uh, The 4-Hour Body, and if you look up that book and look up the slow-carb diet, it, it'll have all the technical stuff you might need, but most importantly, I've simplified it for you and created um, the, the information on, on this sheet. If, if I were in your shoes, and, and I'm not, but if I were in your shoes, I'd kill alcohol for 30 days uh, just to see how addicted you are to it, how important it's become in your life, and how you lean on it for emotional, mental, and spiritual uh, um, awakening because uh, that's what we all do. And just go raw. Uh, there is no substitute for alcohol. It is a, a, a substance that calms us down and slows us down and it uh, drops us out of our conscious brain into some lower levels of unconscious. So it is uh, alcohol is resonating in the lower levels of your thought and we're trying to keep out of those, if you remember from the early part of this conversation. Um, we're also following the, the uh, a slow carb diet with Tim Ferriss in as much as uh, we want to do a, the first thing goes into our uh, face early in the morning is a protein shake. And uh, again, I use a protein called RAW, R-A-W, which is a, a pea protein, which means it hasn't got, it's not based on dairy. Um, I'd like you to uh, practice the corpse pose. You'll read about that further on in, in your week, but the corpse pose every day, which means you, it, most people would call it a form of meditation, but it's simply lying on the floor, playing dead. Uh, you need to, in that position, not be disrupted by somebody else because your nervous system will relax. And that means if somebody walks in or you get a sudden shock, it's really gonna uh, hammer your nervous system for the day. Um, you're going to do a, uh, a juice cleanse, maybe, if you choose it. And I love these. I did two this month, and, uh, and I really recommend them. And uh, we use Orchard Street in Sydney, and we get you a 20% discount on those if you agree to do them. I uh, sort of cut back on coffee for the 30-day challenge, but I know you can't. It's not, you don't want to make it too hard on yourself. And um, we also recognize the importance of stepping away from your desk at least twice a day to go for a walk in nature during the day. Now, uh, 
with the meetings being back to back and people working so hard, they kind of like ignore this. But a balanced person is balanced in each area of life. And being balanced at work means taking time out during work to step out into nature and do the things that you'll learn over the 30 days, uh, like witnessing abundance and seeing the balance and just tune into nature. The one thing that we know for sure throughout the 30 days is that people are different in nature. So you don't always have to do a whole lot to transition your life from being in the lower levels of consciousness to the higher levels of consciousness. You don't have to do a whole lot. It's not about temples and yoga classes and meditation and reading books and all these things. A, a massive amount of it is instead of running through nature, be in nature and observe it and connect with it. What we've said to you, and, 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 I, and I always think it's a great idea, and most people who do the 30-day challenge have a lot of fun with it, is to set up a, an Instagram account and uh, uh, um, under a false name if you want and uh, uh, make it private if you want and just take <coughs> two or three photos of nature from the morning to the evening and just make that the witnessing of you going out and saying, I'm going to take a photo of a leaf or I'm going to look for something to photograph, which is always so cool. So the cumulative benefits of, of the 30-day challenge are powerful. We know the stress is cumulative, so that we, what we need to get uh, committed to here is 30 days back to back. That means weekends and all. And that means uh, that every single day you take the audio from the day, you put it in your uh, phone, uh, uh, you either download it or use uh, SoundCloud uh, or even just listen to it directly from, the, uh, from your uh, browser. On your phone, go for a stroll. And that during that stroll, you do your practices of looking up and taking photos, but you also get the learnings. You get away from your desk, and that's why I've used uh, primarily audio for this program. So uh, we know that the lower three levels of the consciousness cone are where mental health problems come from. It's where people stay extremely single. It's where people get relationship struggles uh, from. It's where people get illness and disease from uh, because the lower three levels put the body under an enormous load. It's almost, in the certainly the bottom two, it's almost like uh, we're under con continuous stress, continuous tension in our body. And that starts to break the body down. It ages it very quickly. It needs a lot of, uh, means we become addicted to foods and things to keep us stimulated. And what we're trying to do is say, look, there's an incredible opportunity to operate in the higher levels and stay there because it's inspiring. So there's a difference between uh, motivation, which is the bottom three. Motivated means you dangle a carrot in front of something or you throw a bone to a dog and it sprints for it. And inspiration at the top means you link what you're doing today to what you want. Um, and, 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 and that means that you say, well, I, I really want my life to look like this. I really want to have that outcome. I really want that. And what you do on a daily basis, you link to what you want. And that's the difference between inspiration and motivation. And motivation is where somebody else has dangled a carrot. They say, I'll pay you if, I'll uh, reward you if, I'll do this if. And that is called motivation. And that puts the body under a lot, a lot of tension. Anxiety and stress makes sleep even difficult. It makes relationships quite strung out. And so what we're trying to do is get a holistic balance we call it total human awareness um, in our lives and not just go to work and come home and, and 
listen to audios or go to yoga classes to counterbalance work. We want to be balanced at work. So this is the beginning of your program. I'm really looking forward to working with you. And um, as I said, uh, each day you'll get an audio uh, delivered to you by email and it's just a matter of, uh, uh, hopefully I've delivered it the day before, you can put it on your phone and do your early morning walk. Get your 30 minutes of listening out of the way and then there's just 30 minutes in the day you need to allocate to reconnecting with nature, doing uh, some uh, burst training uh, three times a week, uh, hugging a tree if necessary, planting a flower and uh, just get some real outdoor time. And I'm looking forward to it with you. Bye for now.